Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brather Show. I got dressed up for you today. I got my shorts on. Look at those legs. Bam. Uh, the Puppet Master Mark and, of course, Chris Cruz Missile. Uh, you have been upgraded from Super Mario. You are the Cruz Missile. After the shenanigans you pulled yesterday to pull that off, to get that episode up. Dude, Dude it was rough. Good work. It was rough. I was here until 7 o'clock at night. I <laughs> so we for those of you who don't know and I think you pretty much do we had the episode that was both Monday and Tuesday night's episode just got somehow sabotaged in the in the deal whatever that houses it here houses the show the video portion of it crashed it only affected my show um I blame Glenn Beck but <laughs> it was um or Jeffy could, could have been be Jeffy him. yeah he's a saboteur um but anyway, so Chris worked hard to get the show up. I'm telling you, dude, Satan. It was Satan. Agreed. It was a it was a demonic attack, dude. They did not want that message getting out, but it got out. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, it was a good episode last night. We did our Bible study last night. And uh, so good job, Chris. I get, love that thing the up. best comment came from a person that said, I did not like the show. It was too preachy. But then again, Chad said it was a Bible study, so I can't complain. <laughs> I told him. I don't think it was preachy at all. I, like I said in the deal, I wasn't telling you to repent or turn or burn or, you know, come to Jesus or nothing else. I just said, hey, here's a message of comfort. Come home. Uh, that's the whole deal. My buddy Richard Welch is sitting in the hot seat. Welcome to the show. Glad you're Thank here. Thank you very much. Glad you're here. Uh, Richard, you, where, you live in the Houston area. Yeah, I live on Northwest Houston. Yeah. So you, you made the drive in today, a couple hours, three, four. About four hours it yeah. took to get here. Well, I'm glad you did it. So, Richard, we're going to talk more about you in the next segment. But, uh, of course, you had a run for U.S. House. And, uh, you know, all of us politicians, man, all of us politicians, we're just out here getting rich and famous from running for office. They yeah. tried to get rich, came out broke. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> People are so deceived on, on this whole thing. Oh, my goodness. Um, but, um, anyway, exciting stuff to get into. <clears throat> I want to get right into it, Chris. And I want you guys, you've all seen this clip. Surely you've seen this clip. This is a sad clip, okay? Show, uh, show President Joseph Robinette Biden. Let's see him. Lost as a goat in a hailstorm. And everybody hanging on Barack Obama's every word. Like drops of honey coming from the comb. And Chad, isn't that the 81 million voted 81 president? million votes right there. Yeah, that's the most the popular most... president in history. Yet the guy that got less than him, they're just... Oh, they're flocking to Barack. Superstar Very Sotero. He's so charismatic. Everybody wants to talk to the true president, Barack Obama. You know, the guy who said he would definitely serve a third term if he could just hide in a basement somewhere and let somebody else be the face. Maybe that's what's going on. But Joe Biden, God bless him, in his cognitive decline, is getting lost in a room full of people. Uh, play that play that next clip of Biden. The one that there he is right there. He needs Barack's attention. He's just staring at him. Barack's being Barack. He doesn't know what to do with himself. Even Kamala's up there. Never going to miss that camera opportunity, photo opportunity. He's like, hey, Barack, uh, 
can we go somewhere and do something? And Barack doesn't give a rat's ass about what Joe's got to say. You can see who's in charge, Richard. You can definitely see. I think he called for Barack four times and still got ignored. Yeah. Uh, no respect as president of the United States. No no respect from the citizens. I don't know. I, if don't he, I, no, I didn't watch the full clip, so I don't know. I wasn't watching the thing, but I, I don't know if Barack ever acknowledged him. He did not. Yeah. I don't I don't I mean if you'll just watch what you're seeing you know that this whole thing is a staged puppet show, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Joe Biden did not win that election. I don't know what we can and can't say anymore without getting banned or whatever. But uh Yeah, well he can't get he <laughs> he didn't win that election. I mean, okay, maybe maybe a lot of people voted against Trump, right? Maybe a lot of people voted against Trump. Maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah, no. N- uh, uh, no way. But if you watch that clip, you'll you'll see that Kamala Harris, she didn't acknowledge him either. No. No. He has no authority. None. He carries no weight. No no weight of presence. You are the most powerful man on the planet and you carry no weight of presence. Look at that picture. I mean, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. You see who's in charge. You see who's in command. Um, and Obama, Obama has Obama. Let me be clear. Had some words about Biden. Uh, play that clip. Thank you, Vice President Biden. Vice President. <laughs> that was a joke. That was all set up. Yeah. Yeah. It was all set up. You're not lying. How many times has Biden called Obama president now? Right. Right. Uh, Even in his speech, he said, I'm Joe Biden. I'm Barack Obama's vice president. Um, uh, this This is a massive joke being played on the American people. Bottom line. This is why you got involved in running for politics. This is the kind of thing, reason why I got, because big governments play in a saw, right? This is, oh, one, this is one big puppet show. And the, the idea that normal, everyday people can run for office, make a difference in their country, in their community, in their state, in their county, whatever, it's become a joke because they can't do it. The deck's stacked against you. You see this on a national stage. Oh, of course. Um, every, I think every election that's out there is is rigged in some way, shape, or form. Uh, absolutely. If it's not rigged at the ballot box, it's it's rigged from D.C. itself. Yeah. So this is scary. Um, <clears throat> you know, we can laugh at this. Obviously, everybody in the room laughed when he referred to him as Vice President Biden. And then he tries to salvage it and all. Look, nobody takes Joe Biden seriously. Not a single person. Um, this whole thing... You know, if if the government and the bureaucrats and the media and all of these people, if they can lie to us about that, they can lie to us about COVID, they can lie to us about shutdowns and quarantines and lockdowns. You know, um, our governor, Greg Abbott, just signed the Emergency Declaration Act again. 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 And there are going to be people who say, well, it's because Title 42 is being dropped, which means that Joe Biden is dropping that. And anyone who comes to the southern border of the United States can declare amnesty 
and they're let in. They get a court date a couple years out. They're not going to come back to that. But if you declare amnesty, you get to come in. So a lot of people were defending Greg Abbott's decision in re-upping the emergency declaration because all of these unvaccinated illegals are going to be coming into the country so therefore he should be able to you know declare a disaster or an emergency and be able to shut everything down again no in my opinion no you i don't first of all shut the damn border you can do it you know you can do it and they just did it two weeks ago they had shootings down there going off in laredo and they said well we shut the border down for a little while but everything's back to normal now. What do you mean? You, you, again, you quit saying the silent parts out loud. You said you shut the border down. You know you can do it. You can. He can do it. He can. He has the right to do it. Yeah. He can do it. But he's not going to do it. Instead, he's going to make sure that he keeps dictatorial powers to tell you you're non-essential, your business is non-essential. You know, I had a, I had a state rep call me on the phone a couple of weeks ago. And he said, well, you know, the governor, he, he shut everything down in order to stop people from being able to, to, to go in and sue that business and say, well, I got COVID while I was eating at your restaurant, right? So he was protecting everybody. That's a bunch of crap. There's other ways to stop those frivolous lawsuits from happening. You don't have to put somebody out of business in order to protect them. So anyway, he signed this thing, got the emergency declaration. And it's back in order. So they're in charge. The government, at the end of the day, is in charge. They they got the media to do their bidding, spin it however they want to spin it. Guys like you and me, we go out there, we can waste our life, we can waste our money, we can waste resources, wear ourselves out trying to run for office. And what's going to happen? People are going to get screwed. They're going to get screwed because the big government guys are going to win. It's a bad deal, Richard. It, it, it's It's big government is totally not for the people right at all and we the people it's almost impossible to fight the big government yeah is you have to take continuous small steps yeah and and in order to overthrow these kinds of things and and get the power back where it belongs keep telling people you know run for your precinct chair run for whatever your city council your school board whatever you could do get involved on the local level because this going on right here uh what you just saw with joe biden that that's there's nobody in the cockpit well they are they're flying it from the back of the plane right they're controlling where the plane goes but it ain't the guy sitting in the captain's seat well sure he he's like the crash test dummy in the volvo fixing the <laughs> right you know? <laughs> you know in the movie airplane when they pull the thing and the little inflatable guy comes right, up and he's right. the pilot that's joe biden <laughs> except the inflatable pilot could actually fly uh joe doesn't have a clue what he's doing so you know the scary part is they're all okay with that they're not worried they don't look worried joe biden and obama well biden looks lost but barack obama didn't look worried you know nancy pelosi doesn't look worried kamala harris who's a freaking idiot she doesn't look worried well no it's it's like 2012 all over again yeah 100 percent. so here we are having to suffer the brunt of this you know um, I'm out here trying to run a business, trying to get up and down the road, trying to go on tour and, and get places. You know, it's $150 to fill up my gas tank. Then, uh, then you know, we, we can't even print T-shirts for our business because cotton prices have gone so high. You can't even get ink. Um, you know, people are going to have food shortages. Uh, I'm going hunting this weekend to harvest some meat, you know. Good luck with that ammo. Ammo is going to – I mean, every time, you've, every time you fire – um every time you fire uh 
around, you hear cha-ching. That's it. You know? Uh, absolutely. So, Well, the feds are saying that the inflation is supposed to go up almost another 3%. I have no doubt about it. I, I said, you know, the, you know whatever was that, I said by the whenever it's going to be 10% by the fall. Um, and again, that's just that's just overall. We're, we're not even talking about, you know, 41 percent here and 50 percent for other things, other commodities. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. So we're, we're screwed. They're not worried. The elites aren't worried about it. I mean, when when Joe Biden comes out and starts talking about, you know, it shouldn't affect anybody that makes, you know, three hundred thousand dollars or more a year. So now if you make less than three hundred thousand dollars a year he's basically saying you're screwed most people don't make three hundred thousand dollars a year uh 98 of the population doesn't make three hundred thousand <laughs> right. dollars a year <laughs> so i mean that's that's it's a bad deal dude this guy is out of control and we're the ones getting screwed by it so oh my lord have mercy but don't worry folks elon musk is now the uh the the big shareholder <laughs> over at twitter gonna come to save us i got some things i want to say about that as well um well i'll go ahead and say them first of all before you start thinking elon musk is the savior and he's gonna buy twitter and reinstate president trump and all that stuff he's a globalist he's all for the world economic forum he's the guy who wants to he's the one who said uh there needs to be artificial intelligence and and the, well he said the world needs to be government needs to be aware of artificial intel, intelligence and, and needs to be concerned about it and then he went out and created the artificial intelligence in the form of a robot that could replace manual labor and so yes, went out and created the concern then he created the crisis and so here we are talking about elon musk gonna come save us all you better be careful where you put your hope in all of this deal so bad people, deal bro people can change but what's the likelihood well again you go where the money is i mean now look you can take somebody like a joe rogan or, or all these guys who they've come out they you know even bill maher those guys they change a little bit because they come under attack themselves and so eventually it gets to a point where they're like okay we're starting to see through it no no just be careful be careful all right we're gonna take a quick break uh before we do i want to welcome a new sponsor i'm excited about trucker treats check them out cool little bags they sent me a box full of these things now these uh, you've heard me talk about them before you've seen me eat them on the show before they became a sponsor trucker treats is the nation's best seasoned gourmet pretzel company they're 100 made in america all seasonings ingredients even the packaging and the bags the pretzels are great now on my tour rider when i'm touring all over the country on my tour rider i always want pretzels and uh, let me tell you something. I'm a, a huge pretzel eater. I always have pretzels with me, Richard. But uh, Trucker Treats is a family business. Uh, Zach is the trucker. Uh, and the customer-centered, customer providing personalized service and the highest quality products. They've developed six mouth-watering flavors to choose from. The original Cool Ranch, Hot Cajun, Cinnamon Toast, Dill Pickle, Bacon Cheeseburger, Candy Cane, you ever had a candy cane pretzel? Uh, seasonal product, but I do believe they have a secret stash online just for my audience. Now, I'm sure there's a flavor or two for you that you will love, and uh, they got new flavors that are on the horizon. Support our truckers. That's why this is important. I want you to go to truckertreats.net, get 40% off with the promo code CHAD. I spell it, Chad. And remember, this helps support our truckers. Truckertreats.net, promo code CHAD. We'll be right back.
All right, Richard Welch, you ran for Congress. Yes, I did. Why? Things need to change, and I, I guess I, I just got a little crazy. Yeah. What What was the deciding factor for you in all of that? Really, it was it was it was during COVID, and it was when they were the police were coming out in full force against the church, mm. and and at that moment in time. When you saw cop cars, two or three of them in a church parking lot on a Sunday to, to keep people from exercising their right to religion, yeah. that's when I had a problem. I think COVID and the responses to COVID motivated a lot of people. It motivated me um, to get involved because you started to see how out of control we really are, that um, your business could be shut down at the whim of a politician. Um, in the name of safety. And I, I've said it many times in speeches that the Constitution wasn't written to keep you safe and the Constitution wasn't written to keep you healthy. It was written to keep you free. That's it. And those violations of freedoms, boy, pissed me off pretty good and still pretty pissed off about it. Um, do you think we can effectively bring change by running for office? And being in office, I mean, having gone through the campaign, I have some strong opinions on this. And I, I don't know, though, that I have an answer. Do you think getting elected is the best route to take? It has to be. Because mm. the only thing that can change a politician is another politician. Okay. Politicians, you, you have to, when you have to start writing laws to prevent other politicians from writing laws mm. that affect the people and go outside of their juris jurisdiction, yeah. that, that's the only way that you can, you can change it. Because we, we, we've seen with the protesting what happens to the average Joe Schmo citizen out there when they try to stand up against the government and, and say, hey, you know, this isn't supposed to be happening. You don't have the right to do this. The government just, they do whatever they want to do, and they're like, stop us. Yeah. So the, the average citizen, it, it's one at a time you can't do anything. It takes thousands to come and do it, and they're, they're beating us to the punch, mm. you know, putting up barricades, and now, now they're safeguarding their tyrannical stance on their power over the people. Yeah. So it's going to take people to go in and write laws, unfortunately, to keep other politicians from writing laws. That's a good point. I, I get frustrated, <clears throat> you know, with people say, oh, well, I'm going to go down to the Capitol and I'm going to, you know, testify on this or what this bill or whatever. And I'm mm -hmm. like, does it really affect anybody? I mean, I, I've gotten so disenchanted with these politicians who are just by God going to do whatever they want to do anyway. Right. Right. And and I don't care if you have an R or a D by your name. If you're big government, you're big government. You're an enemy of the people. Right. And these guys go in there. They think they're a part of some big elite club. And they they're going to do whatever they choose to do, whatever the special interests, whatever the lobbies, wherever the money is. And the government just grows. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, I'm still speaking out about so many of these issues. I, I just, you know, spoke out the other day about this, um, the declaration, the emergency declaration. 
And I keep saying, look, I don't have to be in office to make a difference. But then again, like you said, maybe you do. Maybe you do. Well, I, I think you, you absolutely have to. Uh, I mean, look at all. We have medical doctors that are being censored. And I mean, they're medical doctors. They have yeah. PhDs and they can't even, you know, have a voice. Yeah. So how are we going to have a voice? Yeah. And and look at all the Senate hearings, all these Senate hearings and congressional hearings and people are testifying about atrocities all over the United States. Where's the outcome of it? Yeah, you bring up a good point. You got you got you got medical doctors who are also research doctors. You know, you got Peter McCullough. Peter McCullough is a renowned cardiologist here Love in Dallas. Peter and you know, Peter and I've done Dr. Peter McCullough. We've done numerous events together. Um and I like to listen to what he has to say. But if you Google Dr. Peter McCullough, going to come up Wikipedia, and the first few lines are going to say um, he's known for spreading misinformation about coronavirus and COVID-19. Well, if you listen to Peter McCullough, <laughs> there's not much you can argue with. Um, the guy's a cardiologist. I mean, he's a well-known heart doctor. You listen to him talk. I mean, for instance... We did an event together, and somebody came, did a Q&A, and they said, got a friend who has been taken off the heart donor list because he won't get vaccinated. Peter McCullough says, well, he can't get it because that vaccine will affect the heart. Why would you take something that is going to weaken an already problematic heart so that you can get a heart transplant? That's just logic, right? Right. I mean, whether it's that vaccine or anything else, you if you have a bad heart, you just don't start pumping stuff in your body, right? Right. You don't know how it's going to affect you. We, but that is that misinformation? I don't think so. So, so you hear logic like that, and it flies right in one ear and out the other of these politicians. They're still going to push mandates. They're still going to propose this dictatorial stuff, unilateral decisions. Um, anyway, that's the problem. It is. It is absolutely the problem, and. Another thing is is people are getting into their their uh, what they feel like is their moral obligation to take a stance on things that they are not experts in. Mm. Like you look at a, a pharmacist refilling, uh, refusing to fill prescriptions mm -hmm. from an, from a medical licensed doctor yeah. physician, and they're like, "I'm not going to fill this because I don't." I don't believe in the reason that you're writing this prescription. Right. What gives that person the right? They would not do that for any other condition. Exactly right. If a doctor wants to write your prescription for ivermectin, and they say, no, we're not going to do that. If I have high blood pressure, I've been on, I do. And, and I've been on multiple medications over the years for high blood pressure. Sometimes the doctor comes in and says, hey, we're going to take you off the metoprolol. We're going to put you on this, or we're going to add hydrochlorothiazide or something like that. Nobody questions that. None whatsoever. Because that's the best treatment that they perceive for you. That's why you go to the doctor. Says, okay, I'm, this is going to be the next. So this whole deal, in the meta, and that's why I keep calling them tyrannies, when that stuff is backed up and emboldened by big government, mm -hmm. we're screwed. We're screwed. Um, oh, gosh, there's so many routes I could take on this line of logic that I don't really know that i want to get us in trouble <laughs> do you follow follow uh dr mary tally bowden yeah on, on twitter yeah almost every day she posts on twitter about some pharmacist in their fields and are not filling her prescriptions for yeah. ivermectin yeah and and 
just think about that pharmacist could could potentially be harming somebody else's life when yeah. when they don't have the authority to do so. Yeah. And the we ourselves imagine if we took that stance against the government. Yeah. It says no, I'm not going to pay my taxes. I, I believe it's it's not morally correct. Yeah. And you know your your uh, your taxes are too high and you're raping me and I'm not going to do it. Yeah. They come down and arrest you. you. You do not have that option. That's right. I've said over and over again, if you think the government loves you, just stop paying them. And you'll find out how you'll much they don't love you. You'll find out how much. Um, <clears throat> you got me in trouble, by the way, last week, two weeks ago. You uh, sent what me, was that? You sent me the Home Depot, the uh, the privilege thing. I you did. Know, you texted me and you sent the deal. I yeah. posted it on Facebook. and I, I didn't say anything. I just said, you know, I just posted <laughs> it. We talked about it on this show. They politifact came back. They they fact checked it, and here was the first sentence: the uh, the 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 handout or whatever they called it, the piece of paper is real. It is real. They said, but it's from a store in Canada. They they put so they put a fact check on me for something that they admitted is real, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is horseshit. Like yep. you know, like the fact that you guys could. <laughs> it's a joke, dude. The whole thing <laughs> is, is a joke. <laughs> It, I mean, whether it's big government, whether it's big media, big tech, uh, big pharma, whether it's big medicine, big education, big judicial system, all of these things, bureaucrats, it's all tyranny. Uh, somebody said to me, dude, and it's haunting me, somebody said to me, they said, your freedom is an illusion. And I'm like, I'm starting to believe they're not wrong. It's it's It can appear that way because of the 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 one-sided vision that this country is is moving to yeah but take for instance it's one store mm-hmm. one store turns into the next store yeah the next one and the next thing you know it's company policy and then it moves down to the united states it always starts with just one just one one cancer just cell one cancer cell yeah and and you know your whole liver has to come out that's right People, most people don't understand that. It's just a little bit. Yeah. What? It's just a little bit today. Yeah. As you I know, said, yeah, I'm walking through a fruit market or a, or a farmer's market, and I saw a sign on a fruit stand that said, today's spot is tomorrow's rot. It was telling the people that work there to get anything with a spot out of there. Because yes. that one spot becomes tomorrow's rot. So Absolutely right. That's where we're at. I'm uh, going to take a quick break, but before we do... Um, uh, how are you guys doing? I've been trying to post these little motivational things every day, every morning, just kind of keep you going. I actually have a free book that's going to be coming out. I think we're going to call it Find Your Center. Um, and anyway, I'm working on that right now. Should have it published in the next two weeks. Uh, but I want you to uh, think about things for just a minute. If you're feeling hyper or tired or annoyed or just, man, I mean, just things aren't right, it's time to connect with your feelings. Yeah, I said it. And start worrying about your journey with mental health and use Headspace. Um we all say we're fine when we don't mean it. Fine isn't really an emotion anyway. How many times have you told yourself you're fine when all you really felt is anger or sadness or nerves or just pissed off? Listen, Headspace is scientifically proven to help you manage your feelings and your mental health. In fact, a recent study proved in just two weeks Headspace can reduce your stress by 14%. Whether you want to relieve stress and anxiety, sleep better, improve your focus, Headspace is your everyday dose of mindfulness for real life. Uh, so however you're feeling, I want you to try Headspace at headspace.com chad. They'll give you a month for free, and you got access to their entire mindfulness library. It's the best Headspace offer available, so go to headspace.com 
slash Chad today. That's headspace.com slash Chad. Be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Let's get right into it. Hey, you know, every once in a while, you get kind of a funny situation that serves as a broader metaphor for a not at all funny problem in our society. Well, folks, they're stupid, and then there's malpractice level stupid. And the latter is the sort in which the anti-hero in today's sordid tale chose to wallow. Cast the net of your imagination, if you will, as far as the shores of North Carolina, where a young medical student by the name of Kishel Del Rosario is currently on leave from the ironically named Wake Forest School of medicine (laughs) after a tweet that she sent out a couple of weeks ago so check out this fun little missive she says i had a patient i was doing a blood draw on see my pronoun pin and loudly laughed to the staff she her well of course it is that what other pronouns even are there it i missed his vein so he had to get stuck twice Mm. And then she put what appears to be a nose-blowing emoji. Uh, Now the imp, the joker, the totem of tomfoolery and guru of grabassery in me wants to see this story as being just a little bit funny. After all, if you replace the cause du jour with something you agree with, it's pretty easy to see the humor in the situation. For example... Uh, guy sees medical student wearing a pin that says she's pro second amendment guy makes fun of the pin guy gets stuck twice it's still wrong but i'll bet that one didn't rub you quite the same way did it nevertheless obviously if she did it on purpose the way the tweet indicates she did she absolutely deserved what she got which was at least a temporary suspension from her duties no matter what the damn pin on your chest says your first job as a medical professional is to do no harm no matter what you think and of course there's the fact that the whole personal pronoun game is a batshit crazy intersectional game bent on turning our entire language into a bizarre regiment shifting alphabet soup but leave that aside for the moment she shouldn't have done what she did period end of story now let's turn the eyepiece on our dystopian kaleidoscope and see if we can't zoom out to the larger picture do you remember not all that long ago because it wasn't all that long ago when people People were suggesting right and left that those who chose not to get the vaccine should also be denied medical attention. It's not the first time something like that's been proposed and make no mistake that it won't be the last time either, but it's probably the most remarkable example in recent memory. There's a certain attitude that tends to encroach upon the collective consciousness that the betters should be making or breaking the future of the perceived lessers. Now, I say encroach upon and not pervade because at this point, I think it's still a minority of Americans. Most of us still believe that when it comes to your medical status, you should be treated as a human being, not as a Republican or a Democrat. But as with all the precepts we hold dear to our hearts, we must protect them at all costs because they are always in danger of disappearing. Apathy is the great destroyer of worlds, people, because here's the thing. It doesn't take great hatred to get to the point where you would maybe accidentally jab a guy twice instead of once just because his viewpoint irritated you. Now, you may have hatred, but that point of view doesn't require it. It just requires apathy, a feeling of absolutely no need whatsoever to spend any time thinking through your actions. If you have apathy, let alone hatred, you can burn down the whole world. Maybe this Cachelle Del Rosario has learned her lesson. I will say she gave a pretty fulsome apology, and I'm a guy who tends to believe in forgiveness. I'd be in deep shit if I didn't. I guess only time will tell, but beware, folks, because the thing that drives people like her to say and do things like what she said and did is a lot bigger and more dangerous than she knows. It's a weird world we're living in, Richard. It sure is, and it's getting weirder by the day, it seems. Dude. <clears throat> <laughs> 
Uh, the um, couple of funny stories here. Uh, Western Pennsylvania Public School District announced that one of its schools has begun to searching student lunches brought from home this week and confiscating the excessive quantities of chips, soda, candy, and other snacks. <laughs> That's right, kids. That's right, kids. You can't bring your uh, snacks that they don't approve of to school. Um, it, it's, it is a brave new world uh, we're living in. This sounds like, uh, was it that, that uh, Michael Obama, she, she, uh, didn't she try to implement this? this <laughs> the school um, lunch program. The school yeah. lunch program Dude, and the, garbage the health food. for kids and stuff. Yeah. yeah. 2.0. Yep, 100%. Um, <clears throat> You're going to tell parents what they can and cannot send for their child to eat? That's absurd, one Facebook commenter wrote back, according to the Center Daily Times. Maybe if school lunches weren't so tiny and gross, they wouldn't need to bring extra snacks. Now, look, we are a fat society. I get that. I get that. But it, the school can't come in. Again, let's talk about this stuff because the school can't come in and just start telling you what you can and can't do with your kid. From what they eat to their sexuality. Or anything else. You can't do it. Well, look at their role model. I mean, they see Joe Biden eating uh, double scoops five times a chocolate, day on chocolate, TV. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate chip. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate chip. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, they're they're, they're just, uh, you know, I guess looking up to their role model. I, I guess so, man. I, I don't know. But uh, uh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> I, th- this, this kind of stuff. And I'm catching a lot of heat online because I'm talking about, like, you know, I said, <clears throat> this anti-grooming legislation in Florida. And I'm just saying, I'm talking out. I'm like, you do not, as a teacher, you do not have the right to talk about your sex life. I, in fact, I don't want you talking about your home life at all. Just you, because and you're like, well, I live in a small town and I went to so-and-so's wedding and I went to church with, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about doing things in the classroom that the parents can't know about. That's what's going on. And people are walking off the job as teachers because they can't do it anymore. That's a problem. And people say, well, you're just lumping all teachers in there together. Well, that's, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just telling you that the people who have a problem with this, I have a problem with them. So you need exactly. to correct your own folks, okay? If you're an educator, correct the educators. You, what Richard just said is right. You want to correct politicians? Be a politician. Absolutely. You want to correct teachers? You teachers need to correct your teachers. Police officers need to correct, correct the bad police officers. Mm. Nobody knows about the inside except for the people that are on the inside. True. That's Absolutely all I'm saying. Right. We need we need other teachers that are doing the right thing. Right to call this stuff out so that it quits happening exactly because it's just going to take one bad apple to ruin the whole bunch that's exactly it today's spot is tomorrow's rot all right i'm going to go to a break before we do riding horses to work making your own soap hacking gas pumps it seems like biden's america is right on schedule but we've dug up something that gives us hope because jp morgan declared that alternatives are no longer optional and they're encouraging everyone to look outside of just stocks and bonds because one of the hottest markets on earth is an unexpected alternative art that's right it's surprising to hear that people invest in art unless you know the stats it's got a uh, 0.01 correlation to public equities, which means it's great for diversification. Its returns have outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% for the last 25 years, no less. Uh, now, art investing is no longer just for the billionaires. Anybody can do it with Masterworks. Even Chris Cruz invested in uh, a Picasso when it became available. Look at that. He owns a little piece of that. The first platform letting anyone add shares of famous art to their portfolio. My audience, that's you guys, you can skip the Masterworks waitlist by going to masterworks.art slash chad. Masterworks.art slash chad. Again, I want you to do it. Masterworks.art 
slash chat. Uh, see important regulation A disclosures at masterworks.io slash CD. We'll be right back. want to talk about not that i don't get off get out of here uh biden administration reportedly to extend student loan payment moratorium again um through august 31st payments are currently slated to restart after may 1st but pushing the deadline back again will allow debtors to avoid paying off their loans for several extra months oh boy howdy we're uh, we've been we've been we're the taxpayers you talked about not paying your taxes uh, we're the ones footing the bill for these graduates. Why don't we get some relief on property tax if he wants to help the people Something. Out so I mean, bad. buy it down. Um, but, uh, you know, the loan bill for graduate students and Ivy League lawyers, we've been paying basically $5 billion every month while their wallets are being drained by skyrocketing inflation. Uh, it's pretty arrogant, if you if you ask me. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's a bad deal. Black Lives Matter. I got to get in on that. Forget art. Let me tell you, Black Lives Matter, that's where the investment is. Oh, yeah. They raised some money, bro. Six million dollar home in California and then tried to hide it from the public. Busted. If you have anything to do with Black Lives Matter, you're a joke at this point. You're being played. You are a sucker. They didn't do they didn't get no money to George Floyd's family. They hadn't done anything for the black community. Nothing absolutely nothing nothing how many millions of dollars of property have they confiscated now for a bunch dude <laughs> a bunch and they're sitting on cash it is crazy so anyway yeah there you go what was that lady in georgia had five houses <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts dude um frito lay uh they've announced cracker jill instead of just cracker jack which i don't care like i like i don't care Right? Fine. Have Cracker Jill. But but in the wake of everything else that's going on with the whole wake woke world, eh, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's, it's, like, it just gets old. Yeah. It becomes white noise. Yeah. Like, who, who gives a rat's ass? So go out and buy you some Cracker Jill. They're doing it to, to, to promote women's sports, which to me is stupid because as long as you let a dude get in get in the pool with the girls then are you really it's still guy sports <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh they're donating to all this stuff um so i can't wait for baseball season to kick off so i can give me some cracker jill that sounds like a weird porno um hey you got a tiktok let her rip so what's gender neutral parenting and why do we choose to do it? For us, uh, we have baby River and we try to use they and them pronouns for River, like saying this is their carrier, they like to sleep in it. We like to give River clothes that are from all around the different rainbow and we try to give them lots of different toys. And we do this to try to give River all the options available to them and try to make sure that they don't feel like they're stuck in a box from an age before they can even talk. Right now, River's favorite toys are their own hands. So as a three parent family of like LGBTQ people, we know there's a particular pain with growing up feeling different. People, like our peers, our teachers, they can tell that we're different. They treat us differently, even if there's no words for it. And even if our parents say they're going to be supportive if we come out, 
the expectation is still on us to eventually find those words and tell the people around us, hey, we're different. And that is a really hard process. And we are trying to raise River in a way where they never have to come out to us. They can always just figure out who they are as they go. We will support them along the way. Most people who've done this kind of thing before find that their child is able to kind of communicate their preferences around ages like three to five. So that's kind of when we suspect River will tell us, but if they don't, that's okay too. Parenting is often just making choices for your child and trying to get them on board with that. But this is one thing where we see no harm in giving them those options and all the benefit of doing so. And yeah, some people might be confused and yeah, some people might treat them differently, but you know what? As an LGBTQ family, people were already going to be confused about us and about River. People already were going to treat us differently. So we decided a long time ago, it was more important to celebrate and love our child than fear the potential hate that we could get. And so far, people have been really loving and supported and we feel really held by community. And after weighing all the options and, oh, hi. We've decided, you know, after considering the benefits and potential drawbacks, that this is the best way to raise our child in a way that's loving and supportive, lets them take the lead on something that is very personal and can really shape your entire life. River screwed in life. River screwed. I mean, you talk about not even giving a kid a chance in life. <laughs> and how could you say that their pronoun is they? I'm always listening to see for the for the, the way they contradict themselves. How could you say that your child is a they and then refer to it as our child? Yep. Wouldn't you say it's our children? Yep. If River is a they, aren't there multiple babies? I mean, how many babies are in that satchel on your chest right there? How many babies you got? Um, why does River only have one name? Why doesn't why don't they have a lot of names? Well, the, talking about a, a, a single child and the plural is, is um, <laughs> confusing enough as it, as it is. But yeah. looking at that TikTok, there is nothing confusing about how that child is being raised. No. And, and, and you know, he talks about being a three parent household. Was, are the three people you like? I don't, I don't <laughs> like how many are there other. Do you see other people in the room? <laughs> You know, like, can you point to us in the room where those other people are? Or is the three parents just you? I, I mean, God, somebody help. Uh, you know, this is the kind of thing like people say, oh, you're transphobic. No, I'm not. I'm not scared of trans people. I'm like, I just don't get it. Like, I, what do you, why are you doing this to this kid? I mean, take, again, subverting the dominant paradigm, get rid of any critical thinking and, and just come up with some level of schizophrenia that you want to normalize and say that this is real society. That's that's not. So so go to your island or whatever, pick your place. And you know, what I've started saying, Chris, what I was thinking over the last couple of days is let's just let those people be. You live your life the way I mean, it, there's going to be a lot of damage left in the wake of what you do. And that's sad, but it's the choice you made. It's the choice Absolutely. you made. So we're just going to let you have at it. Y'all hang tight. We'll be right back. Man, if that kid comes out. All right, Richard Welch, thanks for being on the show, buddy. Thanks for having me. Good time. go. Yep. Have a rock and roll. You on Twitter? I am. What's I'm your Twitter? Twitter uh, I think it's uh, you don't even know uh, Welch for Texas or something. Welch like for that. Texas, I think number so, four. So. Yeah, yeah, four. Okay. Yeah. 
Hey, our all-new PraetherTees.com is out. Go check it out. It's a cool new site. Uh, but you can go shopping at the Blaze. Shop. Shop. Let's just do ChadOnBlaze.com. That's easy enough. And uh, find me on the road. Watch Chad.com. where the fun stuff is. We'll see you tomorrow night. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye.